0: Good afternoon. You're listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM. Broadcasting live from downtown New Haven and the comfort of our homes. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com slash Independent. Or go to your Facebook page, look us up, and hit see first so you can see and hear all the great programs that we have here on WNHH. This good morning, a good afternoon. It is uh, Monday, December the 19th, 2022. And I'm your host, Joe LaChance. Welcome to Cannabis Corner Radio. Uh, I will be joined by my co-host and my guest hopefully very very soon but as of now I am flying solo so I wanted to do you know the first thing I wanted to do was uh, let everybody know this is our last show of the year and we will not be back until Monday January the 10th because the radio station is taking two weeks off. So we'll be back on January the 10th with uh, all new episodes. Uh, And, um, you know, we're looking forward to having a bunch of great guests. I've already got the month of January booked. So uh, we do have a bunch of great guests coming on in January. So I'm looking forward to seeing you all guys then. But until then, I wanted to wish you guys very, very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, what every Oh, it's Monday the 9th, actually, we're coming back. But uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate, please celebrate it well. Make sure you have a green Christmas this year. But right now, uh, I'm going to bring in our guest, Uh, Uncle Lou's running late. So I wanted to bring our guest in early because him and I always have great conversations So on the line uh, with us is Mr. Rick Naya, and Rick Naya is the great-grandfather of hybrid cannabis. He is a New Hampshire state's primary cannabis activist, led the way to legalization of medical cannabis in that state, as well as in Florida, and he has for over a decade issued science and data along with research to help New Hampshire become a cannabis medically legal state. Rick is a certified cannabis grower for the past 40 years and developer of multiple strains, including Florida's infamous Gainesville Green of 76. He's also the designer of a variety of cannabis strains. He was named the great-grandfather of hybrid cannabis by Sensei Magazine in August of 2018. He is a dignitary, a diplomat, and a personality at cannabis events nationwide, welcome mr rick naya it is always a pleasure to have you on this show
1: blessings my brother thank you so much i really appreciate that
0: introduction it's uh pretty humbling and Uh, there's more to it but i just wanted for the sake of time yeah i knew i wanted to get you on yeah it's very humbling when you
1: hear people say those things about the things you do it's kind of like oh wow (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. It's also uh, I'd like to add that I'm also a director of the board of the Crohn's Charity Service Foundation, that of which we give uh, the only uh, cannabis philanthropy award in the world. And it's the most sought after award uh, for the highest dignitaries and diplomats within our arena. And it's just a blessing to be able to do that uh, at the uh, Stratosphere every year in Vegas. Uh, so stay tuned on that. It's a really big event with some big sponsors that are coming on. And uh, there's a lot of uh, people who have Crohn's and uh, abdominal and intestinal issues. As we right. all know, uh, cannabinoids, the endocannabis systems, receptors, uh, the largest ones are in the abdominal area within our intestinal tract. So we have to be very intuitive and uh, to all beings uh, for, for cannabis it is Quite frankly, um, and I, I ask people, I tell them all the time, do you know what the four rudimentary things that cannabis provides besides, you know, fifty thousand products?
0: Well, let's go. Let's let's list them all. Yeah, I'm
1: gonna let you know because it's secular. It's almost like the sign of infinity. <clears throat> we help one another. We're born caregivers, and as a caregiver, we're always looking out for either our friends, our family, our close loved ones. And even like nurses who take on that type of job, that they just have an insatiable desire to help others. We're caregivers. So being so, secularly speaking, we're always trying to help people. So when your buddy's got anxiety or he's got a bum knee or a bad back and we say, hey, man, smoke a joint, use the solve on your knee and your back. Watch what happens, and then they turn around and go, "Wow, that that was amazing! No side effects, no ill feelings." And it's like, "Yeah, you see the difference." So, what we're doing is we're teaching people the, the rudimentary fundamentals that cannabis provides. Um, for it doesn't have eyes, it can't see. We have to be the caregiver, and if, what we do is we provide health and wellness through cannabis with love and compassion. So, those four things—health and wellness, and love and compassion—are the secular. Uh, Paragrams of of uh cannabis it's an infinite thing that never stops our bodies are designed to receive it i was talking to a woman this morning a 74 year old woman who consumes cannabis this morning and she told me she knows you know they removed this from our cows our chickens they removed it from all of our feed and our livestock they removed it so abruptly that they did nothing but give all these vaccines and destroyed neurological issues that were occurring I don't think that the um, medical community truly understands uh, the dynamics of uh, petrograde chemicals within an organism and the outcome of those
0: uh, ill-fated. I often wonder if they do know and they just don't care. At this point, they've got to know.
1: Well, they know FDA forces them to write it on their packaging that this causes this, all the bad things that it causes. it it's only one sentence that it might help with this than six pages of the disaster of what it could hurt with right what causes right. that it can
0: t- create disasters in your organ which what are it- worse sometimes than the actual disease they're trying to to help and i'd that- rather have a migraine right than take that medicine and and risk and sometimes it's death you you, you said it joe <laughs> i mean i know a lot of people out there who um you know, I've had
1: cancer and have to go on these very, very toxic cocktails. Uh, many of these people die, and then yeah. they want and lose their hair, their teeth, their skin, their fingernails. Don't it gets very sad for the rest of their lives? Whereas with those that chose to go holistically, uh, seem to keep their hair. Uh, the 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 uh, cancers c- uh, commit. Uh, what is that called? Um, remission. No, not a remission. They go into remission, but they also kill themselves. I can't remember what the name of it is, and I'm sorry. Uh, Oh, yeah, but
0: they they eat them. Right, right. I know what you're saying. They kill
1: themselves, especially with high levels of RSO, uh, FICO, and high levels. uh, It seems to not kill us, but kill the cancers, wards them away and removes them or, or shrinks them to a manageable size for many, and some that can be then surgically and operatively removed. So I find it very interesting, you know, 50 years uh, talking about this over and over and over again. And here we are in the forefront, Cannabis Corner, the Rick Nia show, uh, BFR, NECAN, Champs, uh, all the big events that we do all over the nation now uh, are setting the tempo. And if you come to these big events like MJ BizCon. And you get to make it to these huge arenas, you get to realize that what I've been saying for these last, you know, 10, 15 years, we are the arena. We're not a community, right. we're not the society, we're an arena, we're we're the entire world. The people would just look at me like, "What? Well, what what's this arena? What are you talking about? Well, the cannabis arena touches every single form of business that exists.
0: There yeah, isn't one that it
1: doesn't it. touch. No, you're yeah. right really quite something how the world is coming together it's the largest growing most revenue processing uh industry in the world right now in every country Uh, and i find that really quite something now i've noticed as well and i I mentioned this you know 25 30 years ago i said you know in california and in colorado when they go legal they're going to make billions of dollars and then it's going to wane and it's starting to wane. Right. And what I'm finding also, Joe, is that the large corporations, uh, I won't name them, and I don't like to name them, but they but we know, know who they We are. know who they are. We all know they, who all, they are. We all know who they are. They're feeling the pinch. But they're starting to lean towards the things that I've been saying. And uh, I, I give credit to those who do reach out to the local champions, uh, the local and regional and national champions, those of us who've read these dynamics and hybrids and these genomics, Uh, not them because they're just resellers.
0: That's all they are, yeah.
1: They're just reselling other people's cannabis or getting in conjunction with people who are in-line breeding, not breeding natural, because when you do, it takes years to take, let's say, let's take one of my 76 Afghanis and cross that with a a low Asian uh, 79. You're not going to produce these Big frosty colas. You're not going to produce these buds that are like, what in God's tarnation is that? But what you are going to have is some of the closest land race variants of each of those. Meaning the THC levels and the CBD levels have already orchestrated themselves at their finest levels naturally. naturally so when you blend the right. right, when you blend those uh, very rare ones early on, they bring these nuances together can't be replicated as we've moved on so the phylos globe for instance or the globe of hybrids well i'm going to recreate a new globe and i'm going to take my gainesville Green, the early original again original beans from the northern lights and the skunk and recreate new breeds of land races or the medicinal properties because what we've learned and we're learning, and it's not just me, it's the phyto institutes around the country. And they're saying the same thing. We're muddled out to a point that cannabis provides high THC, but loss of CBD. Now we're trying to breed higher CBD into this, but we find that we lose the THC. But what is it that we really need is between, this is what we're saying in this day and age, any cannabis between 12 and 22% THC, has enough THC to make delivery serve its purpose. For instance, when you spray a can uh, of scrubbing bubbles on the walls, it's a liquid when it's in the can. But when you spray it and it hits the oxygen and it hits the wall, it creates a foam. Right. It's kind of like that what THC does. When our body consumes it, it's being delivered with a terapene, a very fine, fine, fine profile. It's a very fine oil, so fine it's finer than all, uh, like lemonine and canapenol and caraphylene. Lemonine. Lemonine. Right. And and lanolot. And there's a lot of these very, very, very fine oils and flavonoids, flavors, that are oils that are so fine that it pulls the CBD and the THC. It's, It's not the other way around, everybody. It works that way. The flavonoid and the terpene flavors... Are so fine that they move through the body quickly and it pulls it's like an arrow the tip of the arrow is the terpenes and the flavors the shaft are the cbds and the feathers are the thc so when it goes into the microclondia it's like an arrow it's delivering in that manner it delivers like a scrubbing bubble it enters it delivers and then it cleanses thc is an antioxidant uh it antioxidizes you know bad things within our cells it removes the plaque and the damaging effects of our diets and what you know manufacturers put in these Boxed foods and all these preservatives and these poisons—I call it. It is get, poison.
0: It is poison. Sure, it is. Sure, we're, we're, <clears throat> no, I agree with we're you. Not made to have these things and be. I eat you whole know, foods. I get you. <laughs> yeah, that's and I it. just
1: find it interesting how people don't realize it. Eat as close to your feet as you can, whether it be from the community, the grocery store in your town, the farmer that's providing for that grocery store. Go to him. And eat that way, too, from that farmer. If you can, be rational. Understand that our organs will last longer if we preserve them without being pickled by science.
0: Yeah, do you think that they were designed from, like, uh, thousands of years ago to eat processed foods? No, they were designed to eat plants, meats. You know things like that natural foods and when natural. you start making fake foods you're going to wreak havoc on the body and that sure. includes the endocannabinoid system
1: absolutely and then we all wonder why we have you know irritable bowel irritable stomachs or inflammations in our tummy i don't feel healthy i don't feel well what are you eating oh ding-dongs wing-dings <laughs> preservative this that pop-tarts. McDonald's, <laughs> pop-tarts mcdonald's all these things are like what are you putting into your body you an organism those yeah. things don't belong in your body those aren't part of the natural homeostasis that our body needs to have right it it's we like weren't designed
0: to, to ingest chemicals i'm sorry right. that's right brother you got that right yeah let and i think
1: yeah, I, yeah go ahead let me ask you something would you rather eat you know a freshly made meal from from your garden or would you rather go into a drive-thru I just, that's it. It's a simple yeah, question. Choices. I'd simple. rather eat, right? It's a, it's a simple answer. You'd rather yeah. eat wholesome, good meals and food. Your body deserves it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just like your body deserves cannabis. You know, I yeah, like the way you're talking, Rick, because what I'm hearing you saying, and you and I both being very old school, you're trying to bring cannabis back to its original form like what we used to get in the 70s and 80s where and and i've discussed this many times where the high was completely different than the cannabis you get today longer Longer lasting different effects
1: Uh, you know look i i got over here probably five or six or eight different varieties of, of of cannabis i got the original gorilla glue gorilla glue 4 i've got jack hair i've got uh bbk blackberry kush i've got all kinds of fire ass weed that people you know gift me these breeders and growers to you know to tell them what i think and so forth that i find it interesting you know right after the right before the gg four we were still in the northern light skunk ranges we were yeah. into these hours and if we were things weren't yet too too muddled now i can smoke the gorilla glue now and i can smoke the bbk bbk tastes nice it gives me a nice little buzz for a half hour, but I yeah. smoke the Gorilla Glue and the GG four, and I get stoned, and it lasts longer. Then I've got a Northern Light crossed with the haze, which is very old school. So old school, haze, yeah, watching, haze is yeah. you can't find it. Well, this is early eighties cannabis that that I got someone to grow phenomenal the i get so stoned and so high at the same time for so long it's like whoa i don't need anything else for like two hours two and a half hours i'm like why i'm fucking stoned still what do you mean i'm stoned like the old school nuance so again reverting back to the origins and the essences of nature itself allowing cannabis to exude its best to exemplify the best that it could in nature. And then finding two points in the world and bringing those two cannabinoid profiles together for specific uh, outcomes doesn't just happen. These things are like blessings. These blessings are the things that I hold on to in my vault. Some of the blessings that people, I I tell them, I show them my beans and they just look at me and go, those are gone. Nobody, I go, I know I have them.
0: Nobody gets that anymore, right?
1: (laughs) They're they're gone. Those seeds are no longer. I have them. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't sell my marbles. I didn't grow them all. I saved them.
0: Rick, from years Rick, ago, Rick, ago, right, Rick? We're talking years ago 30, 40 years ago.
1: I still I grew last year, uh, I'm sorry, two years ago with uh, Jeremy Sparks at Spark Farms. Uh, we grew 100 plants, all of the rarest ones we had. And we pollinated them with three different plants. We've created 300 new forms of cannabis that we haven't even released. We haven't even wow. grown. We grew two or three this year, blew our minds. We, we couldn't believe what we were looking at. And the flavor profiles were just, just what we like. Those yummy flavors that don't muddle out when you're halfway done with the joint. Right. Um, that's interesting. We smoke a joint. The first third of the joint is great. The next, third, and then by the time you get down there, what is this?
0: It's it tastes like burnt. Yeah, not you're burning good.
1: up a bunch of THC levels that are so high that you've lost the cannabinoid uh, essence and and the terpenes and and flavonoids. It's interesting uh, how nature really knew what she was doing. And how lucky, like even myself or many others, uh, were to understand that. And now we're going back. Everybody's going way back now. And I'm the guy that's going to stand up soon. Um, It's going to be this year. This is the year, 2023. Annihilated Brands is going to be branded. I've got packaging starting now. Uh, I'm working with a a number of different people around the country. And I want to give... Chloe Villano, uh, a big thank you. And I want to give a big thanks to my Cronus Charity Foundation for helping me and helping not only me, I want everybody to understand something. I could have branded myself one of the first brands in cannabis 40, 45 years ago. I've really been annihilated right. brands back then. And out of respect to my family, uh, my siblings, my mother specifically, my grandmother, I didn't. I just wanted to still be a good kid. And I don't want to be that blatant about it. Um, and then Danny Danko appears and they start writing about it in my life. I just, I, I, I watched in tears, uh, everybody growing my cannabis and winning cups. And I was like, wow, I had to sit back and go, look at everybody. Wow. So what I would do is whenever a cup would be won, I would take the cups, beans, hold on to them, find something rare of mine and hit it. And then no, I got world cup here. Nobody knows about it. I kept doing that as the years went, I was two steps ahead and three steps over from where the cups were. So when somebody wins a a big cup now, I go, Oh Oh my God. Could you imagine if I gave them these beans to try? Right. I have beans that people like I, I gave some uh, of my annihilator to the flower factory, the owner of cryo cure uh, Greg Bonham. And uh, he said it was the beast of his room. He'd never seen a plant like this in over 25 years of growing and then he's breeding with this now, some of the, some of the five, just, just wait. And very soon you'll be hearing about my annihilated brands, um, moving around. But remember I've spent 40, 45, you know, we're going near, into you know, going to say 50 years into the cannabis, uh, space, but. More so in the last 25 to 30 years, throwing concerts and festivals, and then more so these last 15, 20 uh, events, you know, cannabis-related events.
0: Advocating, right.
1: Advocating legal ones, illegal ones, black market, uh, legacy market, open market, uh, plural market, pronoun market. Don't want to care what kind of market, because again, cannabis and human beings are the same. How do you say, Rick? Well, cannabis is the only plant in the plant kingdom that exudes an electromagnetic resonance, that of a human being's, also at, heat the right? at the
0: same frequency, right?
1: And the same heat signature, that of a human being's. The only plant in the plant kingdom that can do that. So it's really interesting. It not only does that, it does everything we can. How? Well, the Phyto Institute at Harvard. Uh, initiated studies with me and several others and uh, you know we put IVs and we we put uh, the heartbeat the thermometers we did all kinds of things with plants that most people look at you and go are you crazy no but we found out something that not only is she a, morph- a morphing being that she hermaphrodites and she can morph between both or singularly and plurally. she can be both singular and both so she's like what we are now the pronoun he him, she she thee though they that <laughs> Cannabis is that, and cannabis is like that rainbow. So here's the thing that cannabis lacks, that human beings uh, don't. And we use it every day. It's our eyes. We have eyes. And the only reason we need them is to help us make choices. Right. Okay? Because blind people, they make choices with their hands, their nose, their mouth, their ears. They can't see. Feel me? So, cannabis yeah. indicatively can also feel, it can hear the sensations, it can feel in your relations, electromagnetic resonances. It's quite interesting what cannabis is when people truly hear in the next several years when more of the conscientious studies and the subconscious studies with the quantum theories that are going on at CERN and the things I've been saying for 45 years. That, yes, our vibrations, the light that dwelleth within us, our flesh prison is just that. It's skin and bones. But what turns it on and keeps it alive is a spirit being that's real. It speaks yeah. to you. It's called the Higgs boson gene. It speaks to you in a vibration that you many of us don't understand. But it's what speaks between your ears when you're thinking. It speaks to you when you're quiet and you hear something speak to your soul. Or, hey, you should do this. And you brush it off like most of us do. We brush things off. "Ah, And I got better shit to do. I'm going to go do this. But those of us that hear it and obey it live in a space that's a little different and we're connected a little differently. That's what I've learned to evolve with after studying many religions, traveling the world, many friends and exposure to many different cultures and lifestyles. I've learned one thing. Rick, what is it with you? Nothing, man. Like cannabis. I can't see. So I can't judge. I just share this love and knowledge about cannabis in a manner that people kind of dig and they like the way I express the truth of cannabis and what it really represents, not only to me but to billions of people in this world. Uh, it's it's very empowering. I started too late out here, like with my show and getting the exposure, but I didn't really, did I? I think no, you were I- on
0: the ground. You were on the ground building the foundation, Rick. It's interesting. You know what I'm saying? You were yes. building the foundation.
1: I find it very, very interesting uh meeting with different people in communities from around the country and their their thoughts about the business in the arena. And then I think what happens is like Chloe Villano said to me, Rick, when when you speak to people about cannabis, you teach them the truth. It isn't about the money and the power play and the wealth. And all the jobs, employees, and insurance, and accountants, and all of the different things that are going on with running these multi-state operations. Listen, it's not. It starts with a craft grower who had a dream and a passion, and he grew something that was lovely. And it's a flower that should be sold, and that person should be branded, and should be having an opportunity on those shelves to have that product and make money with these big mso's not taking the lion's share and allowing them to have their 50 percent cut on that even if it was just for a year maybe they'll make two or three or five ten million dollars but you know what they deserve that they yeah. sacrificed it they made it happen yet Everybody else is becoming lucrative from the efforts of those of us who suffered the most calamities, whether up in prison, arrest, being shot, beat up, you know, bad situations, loss of family, marriages, your fam, things, man, shit, life. And um, for those of us that are aware and woke to the scene, thank you, man. Appreciate all of you out there for sending those good vibes and keeping them up and knowing that cannabis is far and beyond more than what humanity has been let to believe. And in the next five or 10 years, all of us will become more and more aware of like nature and how we can heal our bodies with nature and all of the poisons. Yeah. I'm not going to say that medicine's bad and the cannabis cures all because it is not the truth. Cannabis heals those of us who are intuitive to what it provides. And when you do this in a manner that's almost spiritual medical, Um, uh, recreational and you understand this in a balance of life you too will find that cannabis can be part of your life and bring you health and wellness through love and compassion in a secular manner so yeah right on joe
0: one thing about cannabis and i'm talking about all varieties of it it has more uses i believe than any other plant on the planet now i'm including hemp in this because the, the yep. plant itself has medicinal hemp is cannabis. People just, that's what it. I'm saying. The whole spectrum. It.
1: It, they have to stop this hemp is hemp. Uh, cannabis. It's marijuana. It's, it's called, and it has a name. It's called cannabis. It's not yeah. marijuana. An invented nope.
0: name. That was invented by the government.
1: It, it's terrible. And they spelled it with an eight. They did such bullshit. Okay. Listen, it's called cannabis specifically. For a reason. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind bosom. Of yeah. And within the bosom. It's within us. And this plant was designed specific to our health and wellness.
0: It's a it wasn't medicinal just, it plant. It wasn't
1: just a plant that just all of a sudden showed up. It's the only plant that grows like the helix of a DNA. It's the only plant substance that can penetrate the microchondria and scrub it or dispose of it this plant was designed for human health and wellness it was not a plant that just miraculously designed itself and grew out of no read enough about the Anunnaki's read enough about what was said and understand ancient history, which they're digging up
0: more and more and, and more, more, yeah, and, yeah, more yeah. and
1: more. And we're learning more. Hey, wait a minute, you Egyptian lion fuckers. You didn't build that Shh, careful shit. with the swearing. Sorry, we're sorry about that. Swimming. That's right. We're on live radio. Sorry, everybody. I please apologize. But let's just think about, Hey, let's put uh, on these old pyramids, a, 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 a new facade and make it like it's ours. And Hey, listen. These things have been around, and the proof is there now. We're learning. They
0: found cannabis inside of, yeah. of, of an yeah, Egyptian yeah. tomb, <laughs> buried with the the body with the mummy.
1: I find that so amazing. And then they found an eleven thousand year old shaman buried in China with hemp laid over with seeds and tassels full of cannabis, and all these other. Po- but he was a shaman. So yeah. Let's yeah. think about this, man. This isn't just something that no Bopped it, out women, of nowhere. women have listen this is the this is a fact women consumed cannabis more than men men used it as a solve and a relaxant women use it for menstrual cycles there are issues calming effects so much so that that's why they call them witches witches were were, were not witches what they were was Holistic healers.
0: They were medicinal. They were using and the earth to help heal with people. With
1: herbs, Jesus uses anointing oils. Reed One of them was, was cannabis. It. Yeah. It was made with frankincense, myrrh, and cannabis. Right. Hello. Of yeah. course, it was going
0: to heal. Yeah. People Imagine. don't realize how long they don't look we've been back using. far
1: enough in the antiquities. They believe in the red, white, and blue was taught at schools, the indoctrination system of, of our war of our nation. And what's yeah, happened yeah. to it is just a disgrace. I find it disgraceful. What's happened to our educational systems. Me too. And I find it disrespectful uh, to parents and families. And I think what's going on right now in our country is going to be very tumultuous. It's going to really, it's really going to be quite something. We're spinning out of control. And we got to think about something. Our world has been around a long time. We've already seen what happens when calamities occur, whether it be, whether it be se- sexual, biracial, whether it be nuclear, uh, war, money, natural. Hungary, natural disasters. When you bring all these things together, it's when humans fuck with humanity when things get bad. Uh, there is an order in this world and for people to question who are you to say that i didn't nature does <laughs>
0: yeah the natural order
1: and there's a natural order and when people try to scrub with that as you can see you just go look at how some of these children and some of the things that are being said by them and how it's it's almost like oh my god that look at that poor person and said they need help yeah you know, some of these people really need some serious help, you know. Well, I you could- know,
0: I was reading that uh, right now, Our this world is the unhealthiest it's yep. ever been, both yep. physically and mentally. And especially the United States, the percentage of people that are under psychiatric care or on anti, uh, you know, on, on psychiatric drugs yeah, is the highest it's ever been in this country it's,
1: it's quite something it's almost alarming it's it's scary to see i mean um everybody needs to be loved everybody needs to be loved you know and i just always say accept yourself who you are who you were born and how you were born or whatever and then deal with who you are the best that you can and be that best impression of who you are and, um,
0: and yeah improve yourself along the way yeah
1: I, I see a lot of uh bi and trans people they're being the best image that they can man and god bless them people need to be who they need to be if there's if their voice inside them is speaking to them then that's their choice and that's what life is so interesting you know with like me like i'm i'm blind cannabis is blind so everything is interesting. Every everybody's personal view is 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 important everybody's important yeah. man you
0: yeah, know it not didn't one matter. side or the it other was like
1: it was like when the black lives matter thing came off it changed humanity for those few years and then came COVID, and then we all realized what happened it was like wait a minute that was a pitting that really hurt more than helped yeah it really didn't help it made it worse when we found out where the money and then and then it was like what And then the rest of us stood there because, you know, I'm of color. My entire family is one of the first interracial families in the nation. I know about it. I had to suffer it. I get it. But let me just share. We were already moving
0: past it just to to reignite it again. And we're not white. What did we do all that work in the 60s for?
1: I know. (laughs) Don't even, especially in New Hampshire. I don't know if people know that in New Hampshire... Um, we don't have a, a, a large uh minority uh community, it's growing slowly, uh, slowly. But we fought tooth and nail, uh, for apartheid. We wanted people to be free, we don't look at people with color. What wow. do you bring to the table? We don't look at that. We all bleed red, man.
0: We're all in the same boat here, Rick. Yeah, We're yeah, all brother. living on this big ship together, and we gotta. Keep it afloat instead of trying to sink it, you know, and people need to realize that all these divisive things like, you know, gender, race, religion, they're all just to separate us. And when we get down to the core of it, we're all just that little light that you talked about encased in different types of shells that's you it. understand it's i mean
1: everybody's shell alone dudes everybody do out you there
0: think that reason. the 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 black cat hates the white cat no, no. Do you? doesn't
1: care <laughs> oh my gosh it's so no. crazy where we're at hey listen everybody that's listening out there man it isn't like a to each his own it is its to each his own all right. Yeah. Let that sink in. It's not for your a religion that was fabricated right. and designed
0: to control minds. All, not for race that you can't help. That was predetermined. That. You know yeah, that all religions, all religions do that.
1: But when you read them all, you study them all and then you get involved in their cultures and you get the dynamics like I've had this opportunity. You finally begin to realize that they all spoke of the same thing. And that is the I and I. Yeah. I and I? What do you mean? I and I? What does that mean? People always ask, the Maratha I and I, they do not use the word and I and I? Well, what they're speaking of is that they're already in tune Right. With that gene, the Higgs bosom gene, the God gene. right? That I, I am the great Almighty that right. dwelleth within thee. All oh, the Bible
0: says, guys. It Every religion. Get. Well,
1: I, I don't just, sorry, I don't just say this. It's, all religions say it. So when you realize, wait a minute, so it's just not one religion. And they're all basically all the, the same. And, and what? And the prophets, wait a minute. Hey, I'm a prophet. You're a prophet. We're all prophets. Why? Because we believe in this light that dwelleth within us, and we obey it. And those of us that obey this word within us, that's the truth of the light, this is what happens. Most of us go gray. We get white of wisdom. And I've been gray <laughs> like this. I want everybody to know, hey, I'm, I'm not that old. And I'm pretty young. But well, people, I've had white hair. I was born with white hair. It went, you know, sandy blonde, brown, black, then white again. But I've had white hair forever. But there's a reason, I believe. It's the wisdom that occurred through the uh, the Big Gulp incident. And then having these opportunities to travel these cultures and uh, the experience that my mother allowed me to have. And just to be able to read and absorb all of what was going on on the world. Has helped me become like what they say. You know, they call me. Hey, he's the most interesting man in New Hampshire, most interesting man in the world. Well, guess what? When they made that commercial at Dos Equis, and that guy said, uh, "I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I prefer Dos Equis. and then they, you know, jumps off of a plane, he does all this crazy shit. My phone rang for weeks. Rick, Rick, they just ah, they kept laughing about it, and they weren't laughing about it. What they were laughing about was everything that he was doing. I'd already done all that stuff. Nah. And they kind of looked at it like, that's kind of you. And I like, <sighs> yeah, no kidding, huh? So what's happened is now cannabis doesn't have part of that culture because, you know, alcohol is the most abused drug in the planet. It's most destructive to our organs and causes more family and deaths on highways. And just it's, it's bad news, right? So I'm doing the spoof on it. I always smoke cannabis. And when I do... I prefer to get annihilated. Ah. That's why I choose quality. I can trust annihilated brands. Stay high, my friends. So that's coming. I'm going to be doing a spoof on that green screening it with the mask on jumping off the moon, jumping off planet. Uh, You know, I'm going to do all kinds of rocketry and crazy things uh, for the new age. I mean, for for now, not for, you know, because that, 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 that's old school. That's like Casablanca stuff that they brought on with that. dude. Right. Cannabis isn't that, dude. We are like technology. We're up and coming. We're up at the front. We are always changing. Things are always moving. New ideas, new passions, people's products and designs, the music, the culture, all of it. There's nothing there for us. Well, guess what?
0: Stay high, my friends. It's coming. Excellent. Excellent. Now, will we be able to get your strains in dispensaries?
1: Well, what's going to happen is we're going to do a packaging run first, of course. That's where most of us start. You're going to go out and get some packaging designs and get some blunts out and get some candies and cartridges and all those peripheral things. And then through some contracts that I'm negotiating and working on with others, I'll be releasing some of my very rarest and more than likely with Flower Factory Ideal Cannabis as well, uh, Nicholas Seba. And I'm going to also be working uh, with uh, the folks at um, uh, DJ Stinny and Lynn Spinney. I'm going to be working with them as well. And I I got a lot going on with Mary Palmer. There's a lot that I've got going on. But remember, I didn't brand first to compete with anybody because I'm not going to do that. I never am. I'm not competing with any of my friends and my family and nobody. But what I'm going to do is leave a legacy for my children. So that they can look back later and go, Oh my God, dad. Yeah. I gave away millions of dollars to philanthropize my life so I could sacrifice a life that I once thought was powerful and wealth and just being able to control business and, you know, making millions of dollars. I thought that was the coolest thing in the world until I let it all go. And then I let God, I let go and let my highest power take over for real. And I right. just philanthropized my wealth, all my possessions, homes, cars, boats, planes, everything I had. Go, I don't want it. I'm gonna do like all the Bible said, Mother Teresa, Gandhi, all these people. If you manifest and pray, and you do this, it'll come true. And I knew well enough through my psychotropic experiences, the psychedelic experiences, I knew that there was something other than the right. vibrations. I knew, I knew, and it worked. And now. As most of you know, and if you don't know, I get to travel this world and this country by the kindness of others that I've helped along the way.
0: Right. And now you're you're like the ambassador now for cannabis.
1: I think that's true. Uh, You know, you win the world MVP of cannabis. That's quite the title to have. And, you know, I look at it like my mother is one of the greatest dignitaries that our nation ever had that people may never know uh, was my mother, the director general of the embassies in the uh, Chamber of Commerce. Around the nation, the the world. And my mother was a very, very powerful, politically accuined woman. And uh, just I learned from her and her poise and just the couth that it takes is something that you don't acquire. It's something that really you exude it. It's almost like the word meekness. You can't act meek. It happens when a gift is presented to you. Oh, oh, oh that that whole oh, meekness is like a very difficult thing to exude. Same way uh, with cannabis and I. I just exude cannabis. This is all I'm for. Your show, this show, my show, any show, any event. People call me daily. Hey, Rick, can you who this? That? It's like I'm a massive super processor with strings attached to everybody. So that if I need to help somebody or somebody asks me anything, I can go, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. You, you contact these people to help you with that right just tell them i told you to call oh god and then before you know it rick i love you thank you so much bernie Petry with culture uh, culture uh clothing club uh custom 420 promos another one came out of the woodwork uh and just designed all my groovy clothes and stuff and he's just just one of the best at it in the, in the world and he just reached out like dude you're cool as fuck you're a cool cat i'm like thank you guys and like right on and now they make me my swag and they do Dab Stars, champs, they do BizCon, they do all the biggest events. And for him to just single me out that way was a blessing. And I just, Blinded I keep again, blessing after blessing for those of us that acknowledge the light, relinquish the carnal part of yourself to the spiritual part, and then begin to obey what that spirit's telling you. Trust me when I tell you, all of your dreams will come true, they will. And mine, mine already came true. And I knew forty five years ago, one day, one day, well, guess what? That day came and it hasn't gone until my last breath. And even after my last breath, I'll have left such an impact within the cannabis community's humanitarian portions that and and the genomics that I guess I'll be around forever with cannabis. Pretty you do well. very humbling very humbling for me you know and i'm I'm gonna go do it now i'm gonna go make annihilated brands and it's really funny just ask a dispensary or talk to the managers or the owner and say hey oh rick we'll pull a whole wall over here for your product what people have been so kind and um I, I get, I'm sorry, I get emotional. Oh, that's okay, Rick.
0: That, that's okay, man. That's okay. Cannabis yeah. Arena
1: is something that I I help foster, and I hope and pray that the big companies that are listening today realize that the benchmark was set. Okay, you guys set that benchmark. Thank you. But remember something that us craft growers, just as beer became the craft guys, it's us. And I appreciate those big companies who will reach out and work with me and uh, the group of the people within this arena and the network that I could so help uh, these big businesses grow even grander, uh, just based on the, the relationships that I've fostered in 50 years of cannabis.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, cannabis has made a lot of progress, Rick. I think we're coming to the end of 2022. And I think we had a pretty good year this year for the plant. I really, really do. We got a couple more states legalized. We got a couple more states actually starting legal sales. We got a little bit of movement from the federal government regarding uh, expungements and also research being more research being done on the plant. So I really think that um we're on an upswing with cannabis. Do you know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Um, There's no question about it, Joe. Uh, even New Hampshire finally on um, both parties, Republican and Democrats have agreed on a bill that'll allow a home grow, six plants, three mature, three immature. Um and I find that that in itself if it passes is great for me and that they're opening it up for farmers, mid-sized grower and large-scale growers. They're also going to allow the medical dispensaries that have already been operating involved to get involved, which is, I guess, in itself, fine, too. Uh, I don't know how a 501C is going to close and then restructure themselves because... A to be profit,
0: yeah, you might have to do a separate company.
1: That will have to become a completely separate company, and and a, and I hope that they'd say in a completely separate buildings. Medical cannabis is specifically that And then recreational is also that Uh, the prices for medical will be always disproportionate because it's a it's a medical patients medical grade cannabis, but we also grow medical grade cannabis for retail. So I hope that the medical companies realize that and bring their medical prices down. Because it's really some people won't even go to a rec store. They only want to go to a medically approved dispensary, and that's they just feel comfortable because they they think that that's just that's the way to go about it. And I I, I support that. I support the medical paradigms of cannabis industry. I support like Julie and Makia uh, at Holistic Hemp Solutions with one of the nations. And you guys have to understand. To say these things is crazy, but, you know, this is one of the, be one of the very first patents in the nation that Julie has filed. And, oh, wow. and it, it's a, it, she is at the threshold of becoming one of the first in, in the nation. And I'm so proud to be her partner and her friend and spokesman for Holistic Hemp Solutions. So proud of her. And it's like the work that uh, Dr. McNabb does at uh, the Cannabis Center of Excellence, you know, providing all forms of knowledge uh, for the industry. Uh, It's 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 not. It, the data is what's needed for the sciences to take moves. For people who work in government, they don't like just to hear someone walk up there talking uh, their business about. Oh, I, I I consume for this reason, and I I know it works. Well, how do you know? What w- what do you know physiologically that is helping in the sciences? You can explain that to th- this commission. Where's your data in the research that proves these studies? That's the kind of work I do. That's the kind of work that Miriam does. And it makes me so proud uh, to know that, uh, yeah, man, you know.
0: A lot I mean, of good I, people out there doing a lot of great things. You know, there's there's Uncle Lou. Wepa, Uncle
1: Lou and my Wepa Fars, my family, dude. I I, I got to tell you, you know. Very humbling for Rick Naya. Um, I spent a a lifetime knowing that one day this would all come to fruition. But you know, along the way you miss people, you know, like Big Red. Right. You know? Right. Big Red was a big part of our community, a big caregiving, a giving, 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 giving person. Just gave from his whole soul, just a hell of a man. And then like my platform, you know, I'm I'm going into the fourth year on my show. And I've had I don't know, over a thousand people on the damn show and I mean, all of them very significant people. Some of the biggest names in all of cannabis history. It's really interesting, you know, uh, the, the length of the arm that cannabis has and, uh, how we provide that love, you know? You yeah. That's all, no. all I know how to do, Joe is share my love and, and do that. Like you do. Uh, you reach out to me on occasion, maybe once a year, Hey Rick, can you do a show with us? And I'm like, go oh, for you i'll always do a show
0: i always i have to have you on at least once a year rick this is i really enjoy our conversations i know our listeners do as well and it's you know for me it's like it's an like an event you know what i mean it's event. a very that's why i wanted you on as the last guest of the year i mean it's special um you're gonna close out the year with us you know rick and and this is something you know I appreciate, and we at the show appreciate what you do and what you have done for the cannabis industry, and the fact that you, you know, you're always out there. You know, I often wonder if you got clones because I see you in so many places. Uh, But you know,
1: uh, (laughs) yeah, I want to send out a big love to Chris uh, Sunshine, Chris Williams of Sunshine Cannabis. This is birthday today. Uh, He's also the sponsor of my show. Uh, it's the, uh, sunshine cannabis presents the Rick Naya show. So I want to give him some kudos. He'll be up in the Northeast sooner or later. Sunshine cannabis is with true leave and they do some really good, uh, breeding and growing. And he has helped me, uh, you know, get some, my, some recognition that was well-deserved, uh, right. in Florida and with true leave and the community in Florida. Um, and I want to thank him for the contributions from my Gainesville green to the, uh, regulate Florida. And helping get uh, legal cannabis moving in florida so my contributions have been extremely significant to florida and i don't mean a nickel and i mean millions of dollars have been contributed uh to the uh uh to the process uh the profits from my gainesville green go strictly to that i don't keep a nickel everybody i want you all to know the gainesville green Pod at Leave is the best selling anything that they sell at Leave. There isn't anything that's more greater than it. It made more money than anything they got. And Excellent. all of the profits that Chris goes through 20% of them do because overhead, and, you know, so forth. Yeah. You got to pay 20% right. of that goes to regulate Florida so that we can help legalize cannabis. So for me, that that's powerful.
0: That's, that's great.
1: This does. I'm not out there tooting my horn. I'll toot my own ass because I've been doing it. And I've walked the talk and talked the talk and proven myself. And this year, uh, I've gone to 53 events so far. That's not every week and every eight weekends, sometimes two or three events in a night or a in weekend. A weekend
0: right? But
1: I've gone to 53 and I'm going down to South Florida to do the orange drop, you know, the dropping of the ball production with four life entertainment. My son, my brother, my man, Spencer Lavoie and I are going to go down and set that up. And again, uh, as an ambassador for For Life Entertainment and many of the many of the places I go, I'm like a guest host. If you don't know who I am and you're the owner, you'll know by the time the event is over that we're going to become friends and you love what I did and how I represent.
0: So, Rick, we got about 30 seconds left. Give us how we can get in touch with you and where we can find you real quick.
1: Right on. I tell everybody they ask me for my business card. I say, just Google my name. Go to Google, Google R I C K N A Y A, Rick Naya. And you can find me. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram as NH Cannabis Freedom Festival or Rick Naya. And again, there's plenty to find on Google. You can spend months. You're on Facebook. I'm on Facebook, You're Instagram, on- Twitter. I'm on all the social media platforms. Uh, it's not hard to find me, just Rick Naya Google and you can find anything and everything you want to know about me and i want to thank media and people like you and the people who hold me accountable for walking the walk and talking the talk and not deviating and staying in a path that people can respect and revere from people because there are so few of us uh that do what i do uh and i'm not out there pandering for money or products people gift me things and do things i do this truly in a very selfish homelessness manner so i want to thank all of you out there the listeners the viewers uh everybody uh that come to our events for life entertainment events uh i just want to thank all of you who've been part of my life to get me to a place where i know that my ascension is conscientiously clear now
0: nice for those of you all that i right.
1: with i apologize to. so much love to all of you Joe, thank you, Rick.
0: Happy holidays, Rick. I love you, brother. Great Uh, seeing you. Great Great combo. uh, Great combo. combo. Enjoy your holidays. Much love to
1: everybody. Right on. Uh, All right.
0: Thank you to all our listeners. I want to wish everybody out there very, very happy holidays. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Like, share, subscribe. Follow us on social media. We love you guys. We'll see you back here again on January the ninth. Thanks again, Rick. Cannabis Corner rocks. All right. Rick Niah rocks. It I I I I
1: was going to go to class before I got high. Are you still there? I could have cheated and I could have passed.